0: So that part's fine. Maybe yeah. with the magic touch. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> There's a sex joke in there that's pretty Oh, obvious. we're
0: recording. Okay, good. Yeah. A sex joke. Jokes about sex. I got a headboard. Finally.
1: The old headboard?
0: The old headboard. I can't hear. I can't wait to hear it going. <laughs> rink, 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 rink. You're not doing the mattress on the floor? No. That's my style right now. Really?
2: I hate that. That's what divorce looks like.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I did
2: when I got divorced. Oh my god, I have nothing.
1: I couldn't uh, I lived in an apartment where the staircase wasn't wide enough for me to get a box spring up there, I can't, so I just I had can't to put either. A mattress.
2: I, I I got my king size up there, but my dad and I had to squish the bed to get it up the stairs. Yep. And I was like, I can't get a king box spring up here, so I've got a queen. It's
1: the sadness of
2: I had dissolving
1: legal relationships.
2: Yeah. When we got divorced, I felt so bad about cheating on her. I was like, you can have everything we own. I was like, you don't deserve to lose your family. And
0: everything or half wow. of your stuff so i was like you can have everything we own my father didn't do that <laughs> what actually you know, i guess my father did just so you could leave the house i'm gonna buy a new one in, in, in new orleans and then a new one in boston have fun bye <laughs> see you later see you bye. later we're taking all the money did <laughs> you your dad
2: roll out and take everything
0: he, no he, he left everything <laughs> just just as Oh, bad. he just left. He was
1: like, "Fuck you." We leave like in the middle of the night. Yeah.
2: Like that literally literally, fucking I, woke... shitty. I
1: remember John coming home <laughs> coming to pick me stuff up from school. school yeah, I was like, "Hey, I'm to school
0: the night." Yeah. Like, "Hey, John,
1: you? how's it going?" And he's like, "Oh, 17. my dad left in the middle of the night." I was
0: 14 night. when my dad <laughs> just
2: rolled out. 10 years.
1: Not cool, man. Men are Not
2: terrible. terrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a relationship <laughs> with him now? Uh, as uh yeah.
2: Has anyone said, hey, this is Dusty. He's the fucking best. We've got him back on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can introduce myself.
0: One person said, that Dusty sounded sexy. No, I was just,
2: oh, thanks. That's nice to hear. Yeah. But I just meant, I we thought y'all were da- recording already. Well, we, we are, are recording, recording. this. Is, I need to do this. No, so. this is the intro.
0: Right. I was going to say, like, people are going, there's a third voice. All right, all right, if, you'll, if you'll shut up, I can do the intro. Cayete. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Over
1: this No, and you also can't talk over it, so Why stop what? it. Because <laughs> that's not our way. That's not how it rolls. Hey there, it's secretly timid. It's me, Megs. I'm here with John, and we have a special <laughs> returning guest, Ants in his pants, huh. Dusty.
2: Ants in my pants, like hot to trot. I like that more.
1: Uh, I think those mean two different things.
2: I was trying to mean the second thing.
1: What does that mean?
2: I don't know. Just if you're going to introduce me and maybe don't give me an anxiety kind of thing. He's got ants in his pants. He's all weird. (laughs) No, be like, he's fucking sexy or something. Hot to trot, dusty.
1: (laughs) I think you're misinterpreting. (laughs) But okay. Hot. This is hot. Sorry. I'll start over. (laughs) Let's do this. Uh, Hey, it's secretly timid. It's Meg. I'm here with John and we've got a special returning (laughs) guest. Hot to trot, dusty. (laughs) He's hot to, I like that one. I don't know. I, I still don't fully understand what hot to trot means. But do you know how awkward I feel right now? <laughs> yes, I'm I like, do. Give I'm, me a weird I'm also intro. sitting here.
0: <laughs> this the feature song this <laughs> yeah, week is by a band called Drug Couple, and the song is called No Leg Dog. No le- legged. No leg. No a dog legged. with no legs. Yeah. Oh, there's a joke there. There's some joke about what's a dog
2: with no legs? What do you call them? I don't know the punchline.
0: Is that shirt made of linen because I like linen?
2: I think so. I got it at H&M and I bought this because uh, I had a date last night and I was like, I need an outfit that is not gym shorts and a t-shirt. So this is literally my nicest outfit and I feel pretty cute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us about your uh, relationship?
2: Uh, Jesus. Y'all are ready to get into some fucked up. (laughs) No.
1: (sighs) Well, we're here. So So
2: her name's Chrissy and I'm like in love with her.
1: Mm-hmm. And How we're not together. Her?
2: We've spent seven days together. Oh, Christ. Every time that we stay together, once a week. So, once a week, we spend an entire night together and the next morning. So, usually it's Wednesday nights. I get there at six. We hang out all night long. We, okay, we never kiss. We're not dating. We took a bath together yesterday. We sleep naked together, spoon, hold hands lay on the couch together and just like when we, when I'm holding her in bed, I'll just hold her boob in my hand. But we don't, she's not with me. We're not dating. We just have this once a week thing. Is this some weird edging technique? No, it's because she's not into me. Like she and I have this insane connection. It is so happy. Like when I'm with her is the happiest dusty there is. I just walk in and I'm like, Oh, all the good feelings. But we've literally spent seven nights together, and four of them, we've slept completely naked, holding each other. Like I said, we took a bath together yesterday. How
1: long ago did you meet?
2: Seven weeks. Where? No, nine weeks ago. Where? How? Uh, Facebook dating. And Mm. when I was going through it, I saw her picture, and it was the first time I'd seen someone's picture and gone, oh, wow. I was like, not just, you know, you can hit like the heart, which is like, I like you, whatever, you can like me back. I sent her a message, and I said, hey, there's just something about you. I said, check me out. And then I put LOL. I said, that sounds funny, but seriously, check me out. I was like, because I'd like to talk to you or whatever. Well, then like a few days later, I had this whole night where I finally became comfortable being alone. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do any more of this dating stuff. I was like, I just want to be me. I just want to go live my life. So I stopped getting on all the dating apps. I deleted uh, whatever I had, Bumble and whatnot. But Facebook, you don't delete. You know, you just stop going on the dating part. Well, like three weeks later, she liked me back. And I was like, oh, I totally forgot about you. You know, like, I remember when I saw her picture, I was like, there's something special there. Well, so we got together. The first night we were together, we, from the second we saw each other, we just started laughing and smiling. And we spent the entire night doing that. And we went to bed. We just got naked and held each other. Like, we got out of the hot tubs. we were both in wet swimsuits. So we just stripped them off and got in bed. And I'm like, in love with this girl.
1: Hold on, back the trolley up. So... (laughs) you you this woman messaged you back and you decided to meet where did you meet her house
2: what yeah I actually messaged her and I was like look I would love to get to know you I was like but I don't want to go sit at some restaurant I was like how about I come over I'll bring cocktails and sushi and we just hang out together and I was like and I said and I know that that sounds weird so here and I sent her a picture of my license I was like there I was like, oh, maybe that's... that gives you some. She is
1: here is a picture of a license of the person that I murdered last week. I know, I know, but she that is, is so glad she is, that she's not been murdered. That, that is that she
2: is that is me though. Like I'm that person to murder
0: somebody? Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> no, um to get to be super comfortable really quickly with people like i don't have those social walls that a lot of people have What's like i almost zodiac? walked into megan's house today without knocking and i've met her one time i've
1: noticed that about you that the social walls what sign are you is.
0: uh june 7th gemini <clears throat> which one's that is that
1: the one with the two faces i hope you're not looking at me for answers <laughs> Scientist of the stars. So
0: she... <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to just for funs, funsies. I'm going to look up traits of a Gemini.
2: Megan, what do you take of that? Like her and I. And she's, um, she's like kind of dating this other guy. Yeah. And her and I... Yesterday, actually, I told her, I was like, I'm in love with you. And uh, she goes, I love you too. And I wasn't trying to sound weird. I said, I know. I was like, not to be weird, but I know how we feel about each other. Mm-hmm. We've spent seven
0: days together. People,
1: people like to be liked, man. And people like to like without obligation. Here are the traits of a Gemini. That's what I take from it. That's Number fair. one,
0: adaptable. Yeah, it's a pretty ding, ding, ding. Number two, outgoing. That's, I mean, that's definitely <laughs> me. me to a T. Three, intelligent. No, no. Intelligence, on. we can, I mean, there's... I'm you know, fine with that. I'm, there's, I'm there's not a, a super whole, deep You could person. be smart about something and, you know. I mean, I'm in my own way, but I'm not like Mr. You know. Indecisive. Impulsive. I'm definitely impulsive. Unreliable. I'm, I'm very reliable. <laughs> nosy.
2: I stopped being nosy. I used to be super nosy. Now I could not really care about other people's stuff. That's good. Maybe it's just because I'm selfish. I'm like, I'll just live in my world and be happy. Well, everybody's selfish to yeah. a certain degree. Everyone is selfish. I think it's important to be selfish.
1: Some people are better at hiding it than others. Some people feel compelled to hide it more than others. I just
2: realized I'm sitting here chewing gum on the microphone. I was like, I bet that just kind of shows up a
1: little. I do that sometimes mm. not today but okay. i'm sorry where were we before i got distracted by the Zodiac? so so you declared your love for each other you but i told it, her she and responded. I, I understand this isn't this isn't a transcript that i'm reading so maybe it's not verbatim you said i'm in love with you and she said i love you too but oh that's yeah, yeah. she didn't,
2: oh no absolutely it's different. okay gotcha. no no she it's different she doesn't necessarily want to be with me
1: she l-y-l-a-s
2: she, she loves you like a sister.
1: Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that what we used to put
2: on the <laughs> yeah. Well, I did kiss her yesterday for the first time. But oh,
1: I thought you said you didn't kiss.
2: No, yesterday was the first time because okay. I grabbed her face and smushed it against mine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we didn't tell her anything. What was her reaction? Um, she's very sweet to allow me to. She's like, "Okay." Well, cuz I like was, you didn't was, give her the option. No, no, <laughs> she well, yeah, no. <laughs> But I was ham we were both hammered and I was like, I'm gonna kiss your face now, cause I was all emotional. I was like, I'm in love with you. I was like, mm. and she does let me kiss her. And I probably did it like ten times. And but I mean, I just lay on her chest all the time and she'll just sit there and hold my head and like we're the most affectionate thing you've ever seen together, which I have like super affection issues. Like I'm overwhelmingly affectionate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure there's some medical reason, like hyperactive, sexual, whatever, but it's not sexual, it's like touch. But either way. Her and I are like that together. We don't let go of each other.
1: Are you going to get gutted or what? I mean, if I she's mean, seeing somebody else and they're not, they're not going to be cool
2: with this. So. I'm um, trying to prepare myself for that. Yeah. And so I go into everything just knowing that this might be a really wonderful time together that ends.
1: Oh, dude.
2: Yeah, because I mean, like, she's 32 miles from my house. And the whole way there, I'm just happy, Dusty, because I'm on the way to her, and I'm just like, oh, on the way to Chrissy. And when I leave, I'm just like, fuck, I gotta go another week without seeing that woman.
1: Oh man, you're gonna fucking.
2: I know, like, <sighs> it's a lot.
1: This is gonna be rough, buddy. It's
2: it's the most I've ever felt for someone. I'd say it's deeper than how I was with my wife. Like at least it was. It's like right there with how I felt when I felt like I was falling in love with my wife.
0: Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah. That was one of the reasons I want to come over here because I was losing my mind. I was like, "It'd be fun to go chat with them and see what they think about."
1: Ideally, this. let's say, um, let's say that everything is within the realm of possibility. What would you? How would you like for this to end? I mean, I mean end it's up.
2: a lot to say forever because it sounds insane, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like I uh, stopped being polyamorous when I met her. Really? Yeah, I broke up with my girlfriend. I mean, yeah. like. For people who don't get polyamory, you know, open relationships. But I was like, you know what? I don't want polyamory. I was like, I just want to be monogamous with this woman.
1: Oh, this is serious, John. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, okay. Like, hold, hold on now. So she's, she said she's kind of seeing someone. So she met him the same time she met me. Okay.
2: Um, on
1: Facebook marketplace or whatever. I don't know where
2: they met <laughs> marketplace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was shopping for a couch and ended up with two guys. Okay she met him the same time as she met me basically and uh, I mean whatever she likes him so they've he fucked her over a couple of weeks ago and like broke up with her really shit on her bad and then came oh, back I know came that back. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back like a week ago oh. I was all happy I was like yeah, he's gone yay I was like goodbye good riddance and then he showed back up and was like I'm sorry not cool not cool <sighs> and I was like oh I hate to watch him hurt you cause I just love you Mm-hmm. So that's my dating life. Is, is
1: she I, into like being monogamous? Like what does she Oh yeah, want? definitely.
2: She said that she doesn't understand cheating. Well, he had also, he got divorced because he cheated on his wife. And I t- she was like, you know, it's one of the problems I have with him. And I said, well, you should know that I cheated on my wife. And I was like, you know, it's nothing I'm proud of. I hated myself for it. Like I confessed on myself. I was like, hey, I gotta tell you. I mean, you ever heard you can't look yourself in the mirror? I lived that for two mm-hmm. years. Every time I looked in the mirror, I saw a reflection of someone I didn't like. Um... So they've been going out about as long
0: as I've been seeing her. she, it seems like she's made her choice. Well, not that. I'm just saying if she doesn't believe in cheating either, what is she doing with you? Because I'm sure that this man wouldn't be like, oh, so you laid in bed naked with another man? That's cool.
2: Well, they're by no means in a relationship, (laughs) and her and I kind of have something. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah, you did we don't. say
1: your girlfriend when you That's came in That's what I here. call
2: her, just jokingly, in a way. You mean like, like
1: girlfriend? No, I
2: mean like <laughs> I'm mean like i crazy, and I just think of her like my girlfriend. like, And she's not. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the way that I treat her, I'm like, you're my girlfriend. Like, whatever. We'll figure out when you figure that out. And that kind of happened yesterday. <laughs> I was like, um, all sorts of hammered. And she asked me how I felt about her. And she was like something something and i was like the best way i know to tell you i was like hold on and i said kathy come here and our friend kathy came over and i said kathy tell chrissy exactly how i feel about her and she looked at her she goes he's absolutely in love with you and she looked at me she goes,
1: wow she already knew that she just wanted to hear somebody say it um i i might have brought it out of is her. she i might have been looking for a way to tell is she her. dragging you around no she's so, so great she pays like for me.
2: meals and stuff like she's not using or abusing it's that she I think that if she hadn't met the other guy at the same time that her and I would have evolved in a way, mm-hmm. but she was seeing someone else kind of, she might be dragging me around. I could be blind. I could be effing dumb. How old is she? 37. Oh, okay. And amazing. Um, I don't think she's dragging me around by any means. I think that her and I have this insane connection. And when we're together, all we do is smile and laugh. Like it is the most... You know, some people can bring it down. She brings me up and I bring her up. And as soon as we get together, it's just instant endorphins and happiness for the two of us. And we spend the entire time getting along so well. That's nice. Yeah, it's great. It's just how you want to feel. I mean, it's like what you want when you're with somebody. You just, I just want to know what it's like to live a
0: life of that kind of happiness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's my only concern is like anybody that professes love that quickly I just for me I'm like, Oh, do you really know what that is? Like what does that mean to you? Yeah, yeah, I've always because been usually that feelings. Yeah, it's something that something at least for me, my experience, that sort of feeling means more and it evolves over a long period of time. I been much quicker. Immediately like that sounds more like infatuation than love, which can feel the same thing, but I don't know if it necessarily is the same thing. I don't know, but I don't believe in love at first sight and that's to me that's what I mean, when I saw her picture, it wasn't quite love at first sight. It was, oh my God,
2: what is this? Like, I just need to, I needed her to talk to me. I was like, I need to meet you. That's why I messaged her instead of just sitting there like, you know, I was like, hey, seriously, check me out. I was like, let's see if there's something here. And then it's just been like that, that feeling still every time I look at her, I'm just like, oh, you like, and so you could call it infatuation in a way. And I've definitely always been one to get feelings quicker than other people. Like when people are like, oh, we've been dating for... A year, and I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, we don't say I love you. And I'm like, you haven't said that yet. I'm like you've been together a year. Does that makes sense. The good
1: mm. news is that since you only see each other once a week. Oh, it's so good. Uh, you can <laughs> probably keep this going longer. I agree. The minute that you see somebody every day. Is the minute that the countdown starts? I could see that, I could see that completely. Yeah.
2: No, that's one of the great things about my career is distance makes the heart grow fonder, and I'm gone four nights a week. So even when I was married, it was great for our marriage. As soon as I got hired as a flight attendant, we started getting along better. Yeah, I was you missed like, miss hey, them. Mm-hmm. Miss you, you know. Like we started having more sex and caring and being sweeter to each other because we only had limited time together. You know, some nights I come home at midnight and I'm out at two p.m. the next day. So it's like I go for two nights. Come home for like 13 hours and then I'm gone for two more nights. And so I kind of get to push this lifestyle of you're. Ne- I'm never going to see her every day. Yeah. My career is never not going to be a flight attendant. I love what I do. I won't change. So I'm always going to live this lifestyle of being gone half the time.
1: The, the only people that I worked with in uh, West Virginia that said, oh, my God, I love my spouse were the people that lived in different states than their <laughs> spouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So I think there's something to that. So how's it been with the whole with COVID?
0: Um, Life in general, working. You haven't. It's been super easy. It's gotten easier. I mean, I work
2: like crazy. Yeah. Oh, at first, COVID shut down my job. There was one or two or five passengers. And we didn't serve them anything. So for like a month and a half, that I was awesome. working. Oh, it was heaven on earth, dude. I was making TikToks well. and like in the middle of the flight, I'm like, all right, time to make a big old production. Like I would take the back half of the airplane and start, I put together a DJ booth and like I had a full on, I toilet papered the whole back of the airplane. I like hung it between all of the bins and whatnot. I mean, the airplane was just
1: empty. Creepy paper. I had
2: multiple flights with two people. Like, wow. I mean, I must've had dozens of flights with under 5 like for a month and a half there was there was nobody in the airports there was nobody at the hotels like I was going around the country and I posted Facebook updates I called it a uh, COVID chronicles of the apocalypse and I was like this is what the world looks like to all you people who are quarantined I was like this is what I see and I would go out and Every city, like we were at a Marriott one night that had 400 rooms and eight of them were occupied and five of them were my crew and three were people who had to travel. They weren't even allowed to sell rooms to people that weren't required by work or like
1: Holy shit. How do you even prove that?
2: I don't know, but there was eight rooms out of 400 and now we, now the planes are like getting, they got back up to two thirds capacity. And then when COVID round two happened, because they had like a second shutdown, you know what I'm talking about, like mm-hmm. a month or so ago, it went back down a lot. But it's like 40 passengers a flight now
0: instead of 90. But people out there require them to wear masks the entire time Oh, every time. passenger has to wear yeah. a mask. Cause um, I know, I don't know which, which uh, company it was, but some of them, they were like, we're turning this bus around because one asshole yeah, is uh, like, it's my right. Uh,
2: and it's people like, it's so annoying because they want to be—they want me to be the mask police—and I'm like, look, I'm here to inform them. But if someone takes off their mask and someone hits the call button, and they're like, they're not, and they're like, point, they're not wearing their mask, and I'm like, uh
1: sir, please put on your mask. I would not want but to I risk somebody punching me in the face for that. <laughs>
0: they never. Did you see that that young kid that worked at like a Burger King? No. Some guy slapped him hard oh. right across the face. For not God, a mask. I don't know what it was about. It was uh. about something though, and it's like that was like it looked like a teenager. Uh. What the
1: fuck is your problem,
0: dude? He got arrested. I think it was in Good. Pennsylvania. Yeah, people are crazy right now. I yeah. like they've all always been
2: crazy. Well, it's just, everything's you know. so divided now. Like, I'll go into your Trump stuff for just a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our Trump don't, stuff.
2: Yeah, because I don't do politics. But what I've noticed is that people. Absolutely hate him or they're his biggest cheerleader and it just everyone walks around being such cunts to each other now and they're like if you like I mean if someone walks in with a Trump
0: hat don't you immediately hate them I would I would assume that person makes poor decisions
1: <laughs> especially if they walked into my house <laughs> right <laughs> that's like, a decidedly poor decision like you are not welcome here at this here. point
0: if he could see what's going on like
1: this is it. this is great <laughs>
0: I love our president. <laughs> this is awesome. That's going
2: to be a song. Yeah.
1: Yosemites. Take
2: explain. it out of context. Yeah, I've got to take that one and like make it your ringtone.
1: Headline. I, I, love our a, president. I love a president that says, Trump. Trump.
2: says oh, Yosemites. <laughs> Did so you say Yosemites? Great? Yes. Oh, see, this is how much I don't follow politics until um, like three weeks ago. I didn't know who the vice president was. And apparently the Democratic leader of the House. Oh, you probably love her. Everyone in my life thinks she's a horrible human I being. Let,
0: let me just let me just go ahead and correct the record here. I don't love any fucking politician. <laughs> That's I <awesome>. think <laughs> that, that there are some people who are effective at their job and some people who are not. Okay. Well, I don't know so any let's, of these people. I think there are some people that, let's say, I'm, I'm assuming that you're referring to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. There are some men in general who think that she is yeah. the most horrible person to ever walk this planet. That's what I've heard from people. They're like... They literally would just be fine with her getting set on fire. Yeah. Which um, is f- God damn it. Which, you know, that's that's something that should be examined.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't like her either?
0: No, no, no. The people that would that would want somebody to be set on fire. The base
1: of that is sexism.
0: Yeah. Okay. Would you like Trump to be set on fire? No, I want him to, to go to jail. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't cool. want anybody. I think I might have tired. said that I wanted to die. But that. Well, was, I mean, you say it, that that's, that's
2: how passionate everyone is. And now they get on the airplane and they're wearing their hat. And I'll have people sit down next to someone else, and they'll like poke them politically. They just start giving little nudges. They'll be like something, something, our wonderful president. Or something like that. And the person I walk past and I'm like, dude, you don't, you need to be house trained. Like you can't go out in public if you're just going to sit here and start rambling off shit like that to strangers. Oh, it's
1: actually a good way to put it. House trained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, come on, get some fucking manners, you know, like you don't go out in public and then just start shoving your thoughts into people, especially something so polarizing, right? It'd be like if you sat down next to a black person to start dropping in bombs I'd be like, dude, you're dropping the same kind of verbal people violence. Do that.
0: Yeah people do that i mean that but again that's that's what they're getting from our president he's what i've seen is that he
2: has separated everyone to either humanist or economist and they people seem to love uh, I'm, i'm expecting disagreement they seem to love what he's done financially and so those people don't seem to really care about how he treats people and then i have other views of people who go, oh, he's the worst person in the world. We don't care about however good he does. We hate him as a human being. But well, I, I guess my question would be, what good has he done? I have no idea. I don't follow anything political. I just see how much love and hate it's all that he is. No one's like, eh, Trump's alright.
0: They're either like, he's the best thing ever, or he's the devil. Like, I mean, if you want to engage in this conversation with your friends who feel either way, you, I, I would just ask them, what do you think? What good has he done? Oh, see they, what they, say. they ramble on and because on. I usually, I stay out of people it, People who because say that, they're not the ones that are benefiting from, let's say, in quotes, the good that he's done. The people who say they hate him? No, the people, people that say them. that they love him. They're not benefiting from his good? They're not. How are they? I don't
2: get that. I would think they would be.
0: Uh... I mean, if they're wealthy then maybe sure. Right. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, but Oh see, I follow so little politically that I have I don't even understand
0: like the clues behind, you know, the feelings and the thoughts. Like I'm only telling well, you what I perceive it's, of it's the way passion. the world is. It's yeah. all passion. it's usually because he hates the same people that they hate. And so mm. in their eyes that's a good guy. Yeah. They they like the, the, the fact that he is uh, bastardized what it means to be a president, all those social norms that most presidents have. He's completely stepped up. Well, it's like
2: he's he he not have a house very trained, He, has, tell you that. he yeah. has divided yeah. just by
0: states. Some yeah. states are good. The states that are that's that, a good way to put it, Megan. That have <laughs> you rep- put it that? Way. I mean, but not not states <laughs> that have have Republican leadership. Those are good states. States that have Democratic leaderships. Those are bad states. Okay. Most presidents are like we're presidents for all the people. See, everyone including hates those a bully. who voted me and are voted for me and those that did not vote for me. Okay. He's not that way. He's not that way. Yeah,
2: he's definitely not like... Everybody was like, you know what? Whether or not they liked Obama, he seemed to carry people's respect. Like even non... Does that make sense? I mean, except for like my racist no, family members. Yeah, they surely, they would...
1: You said everybody hates a bully, but that's not true. That's people what, who are Well, that's what I was going to say is... Bullies, everyone yeah. likes
2: to think that they don't like bullies. And everyone's like, oh yeah, we're good people. Bullies are bad. But then like the way the president comes off to me is very much a bully. Yeah. yeah. And now I watch people support that. I'm like, dude, you tell your kids not to be bullies. But you're screaming in the bully's if the bully ear, is protecting like protecting hey.
1: your interests and that means you don't have to do it yourself then you get behind the bully but the people that are being bullied do not okay obviously like a bully yeah I just think too much
2: i I just want a decent human being in there I like I like that, yeah, that he could nice. he, he might possibly make good financial decisions for the country I don't know he's not that. I don't know but Hint, I just not. want a good person in <laughs> charge. Just really someone who, like, either. if I was, like, hanging out, I would enjoy being around them. But I get the feeling that if I was around him, I would just think, this guy's a
0: dick. Well, just, uh, I mean, just for funsies, when sometimes, like, if you're interested, just uh, uh, do a little Google search on how much money we've spent going directly to him yeah, yeah, when I'll he never goes <laughs> golfing every weekend yeah. at his own resort. I'll never
2: look that up, and it's not. It'll to, blow your mind. No, no, I won't it look it up because minds. I try to not have political affiliation in any way. Because I love being you don't have ignorant. to.
0: But I know,
1: but you I don't have even to have want political the
2: thoughts. I'd rather watch. But it. still, it's good to be informed. No, no, no. I I do gather that most people think it's good to be informed. It's really nice for me to be uninformed. <laughs> to just, I mean, it's so shocking to me that I'm even talking about like. Do you hear my hick accent just then? Even. Uh, <laughs> to even talk about like just feelings on the subject in general. Cause I have no education on it. Like I said, I didn't even know who the vice president was until a couple months ago.
0: And like we said, I mean, not, I mean, you know, like we said before we recorded that it's lucky that, that you are. Oh yeah. A white male, a white straight man. So oh, that, yeah, that yeah. You're the least affected by this decisions that the See, government but makes.
2: I still think though, even if I was of a different uh, gender or race, I still just feel like the person that I am I just live within whatever's presented to me so they're like okay you're the frog in the boiling water and you're like this is fine I mean I'm, I'm making the best of what I get <laughs> but I don't want to spend my life having to care about all this crap everyone's so it consumes people
0: well because I mean the decisions that 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 politicians make can directly affect your life. Like for me, I can get married if I wanted to for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I could get, I mean, in Texas, I can, actually, I'm, I am not if it sure, changed but federally, you could go back to, but I mean, what? we could be, be fired for, for being gay. I could be kicked out of my apartment complex sure. for being and gay. And I lived polyamorously until recently,
2: but I never cared There's to go no vote to allow multiple wives. I wasn't, I, was, I just lived under the, you're allowed one wife. I wasn't yeah. like, oh, I need to be able to have two, four wives. I was like, all right, fine. You give me one. I'll live under those circumstances and I'll just have girlfriends or whatever. I still, I mean, in a way that's kind of like the same thing as being gay and not being allowed to get married or whatnot. It wasn't allowed to live the way that I wanted to. It still didn't make me care one bit to go vote and try to change it. I'd rather just find the best of what I'm given. I have the most cup is half full attitude you've ever seen. Like I just see things positively. And that's kind of, if you want to take it back, that's so ingrained in me. Chrissy's the same way. She has zero political concern, zero religious concern, and everything is positive. So we get together, and she's like the only person in this world who I just vibe with perfectly. And physically. Like, I'm super affectionate. So she has no political, no religion, all happy. Everything can be seen. Our first date, if you want to call it a date. Uh, (laughs) If you want to call it a date. I call everything with her a date. I'm like, oh, I got a date with my girlfriend. (laughs) Relax, she doesn't know it's a date. This is my wife. And she doesn't know she's my girlfriend. But our first time together, we were painting. And I got paint all over her. I mean, her face was half paint. And I got it in her hair. And we had paint. And she got it back. And she started painting all over me. And we get in the hot tub. And we're like peeling paint off. And it's like. Everywhere. The next morning we wake up and she has to cut out some of her hair to get the paint out. Because I feel
1: like I've seen this movie. I know.
2: I was thinking this is a real sex episode. <laughs> well, the next morning she has to cut hair off. And the whole time she was doing it, she was genuinely happy. She was like, this was, I was like, I'm sorry, did you having to cut your hair? She goes, no way. She goes, this was absolutely worth it. She goes, that was the best night. She sees everything positively, just like I do. I think you can take just about everything. I mean... I couldn't find you kicking me in the nuts positive, and I can't seem to find the positive about my brother's suicide. But in general, life's real easy to take positively. And when you put me with someone like that who doesn't want to worry about stuff, just live and have a happy time, oh, it's
0: greatness. What does she do for a living?
2: She owns a dog grooming salon. um, Oh, that's sweet. And she has... I like her now. She is the best person. (laughs) She is the best person. I mean, she is so great. She has... In her house, now this is kind of crazy, but I have five kids, so it's hard for me to talk. <laughs> she has five dogs, three cats, and three rabbits that all live inside. How much vacuuming goes on in that place? Uh her vacuum is a little automatic one and it just going. Roomba never stops. It's a it's a worker. But I mean everyone's Roomba goes once a day. So hers just goes once a day, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she is uh she's had her own dog thing, dog grooming salon for a long time. She does very well. Um Oh.
1: Has she ever been married? Once. Yeah. Does she have any children?
0: No kids. There's, oh, but you got snip, snip, so... I got the snip, snip. Cause Yeah, because your juice is...
1: When I went
0: to get snipped, the lady goes, "No, these are the most she biggest beautiful balls I've ever look
2: seen. Look at the nuts on this guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she was like playing with them, like those marbles you roll around in your hand to relax. <laughs> no, she, she seriously was like, Are you sure you want to get snipped? She goes, This is pretty much... Irreversible. She was like, you should really think about this. And I said, lady, I'm here with my wife who is divorcing me. She drove me.
1: <laughs> I said, she's
2: divorcing me. And I have five kids by three women. Oh, my God. I said, yes, cut them off. I was like, I don't, I can't not, believe you're trying, cut them off. I'm, I was like, you're, I'm not the guy you want to talk into. Maybe you want to have a third kid with your wife. I was like, she's divorcing me right now. She just <laughs> drove me because she didn't think I'd be able to drive myself
1: home. Um, So... I'm glad this came up. So, like, you have a very short amount of time to reverse that, right? After it's done. Is that correct? <clears throat> so they say that you can reverse.
2: they can redo it or whatever, they can undo it, but they say it's like taking a follicle of hair and trying to sew around the outside of it to reconnect it to itself without creating scar tissue on the inside. So you have that little space to work, and I believe the majority of time they do not reverse correctly. But do,
0: don't, isn't there the option before, maybe I'm just I've known two people that have had them reversed. No, not to get it reversed, but uh, to donate sperm before the procedure in case. To freeze it. I would imagine. To freeze it. I would imagine.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, anybody can laugh at me if they like, but... Where does it go? Where does, like, where does it the, gets dumped? Like the like the active bit? Oh, it just I believe it solution. just disperses
2: inside of your sac. Like literally, I think it just gets let loose. But actually, they clipped. What happened? I've got so take the strand. Okay, yeah. they clipped it in two spots. They put a titanium clip on each end. They removed the middle section and they cartorized it. So I think that actually. I can't imagine where they're going because they end at the titanium clip. They just stay I
0: mean, in they just that get tube. Reabsorbed, maybe it's, it's, into it's the body. like that. They just get <laughs> reabsorbed.
2: But there is zero wow. difference in orgasm. Yeah, I mean it's still
0: the same juicy.
1: I'm so glad that you brought that up. Tell me more. I will. It, it doesn't change. Oh, I just it, stopped you from telling me. <laughs>
2: <that>. <laughs> yes, go on, please. So I was definitely worried about it because I talked to so many guys about it beforehand. I was like, well, true, to me, like, and a couple of them told me like orgasms are a little less. Magnificent. And I was like, really? But maybe two guys made note of that out of the dozens that I talked to about their vasectomy. And I was definitely nervous about it. I was like, dude, I don't want these things to go from 100% to even 98%. And I was like, you lose a little bit of an orgasm, and that's like a little happiness that's just gone forever. So I got it done. Same feeling. And the vasectomy itself, I was so scared to go get it done. Oh my God. I was like, really not happy. I was like, this is terrifying. They're going to get down there and start working. It was the least feeling thing i've ever had the only feeling that i felt <clears throat> was the initial snip where she makes a not even half centimeter sized cut to gain access right now in the middle but she numbed me beforehand and it was almost nothing and then afterwards i didn't even feel things like Did- it was it was so not a big deal i went home i think i played soccer the next day Wow. I mean, I didn't have to sit on the couch and ice my balls or anything. I just walked out of there and awesome. I was like, that was nothing. I've been terrified of that for three more children. Like, I wanted a vasectomy after two kids.
0: You should have done it.
2: <laughs> I didn't get it in my head to be able to do it until I was like, I'm not going to quit
1: making babies if I don't cut these things off. I have had a couple of dudes Why didn't... talk to me about this recently. Oh, thanks, John, for just stopping. That was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... And they're like, I'm like, why don't you, why don't you do this? You have kids or you don't have kids and you never want to have them. So why don't you just go ahead and do it? It's going to hurt. Or, um, uh, I'm not going to, my orgasm's not, I'm not going to be able to come as much usually as what I hear. Like, like I'm, I, I come a fantastic amount oh, now and look
2: at my load. Yeah. And now it's, <laughs> it's going to be less.
1: And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if that's true, but I can find out. Right. I mean, you can find out, but nothing I is also different. find out.
2: I have zero difference oh, whatsoever, and it was know. the least intrusive surgery that you could possibly have. I can't... I mean, getting my ears pierced hurt about the same.
0: I've got two questions. All right. One, why no condoms?
2: Oh, I mean, when I say that I just don't get obvious things, I make <laughs> impulsive decisions. I make selfish <laughs> decisions, and literally... I I feel like I'm still maturing into an adult and I'm 40. But imagine being... I've never seen anyone who was as horny as me. I mean, <laughs> just... And wild. I'm a wild dude. So you should definitely like, just always have condoms man. On you. I do now. I always do. I've got them in my car. I but now
0: it's just for protection from STIs or yeah, before.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I didn't get it. Like, things didn't show up in my head. Like, common sense stuff, I still have come to me at 40 and I go, "Oh, well that's common sense. I wish I would have understood that
1: ever." Yeah, there's a difference between knowing and understanding something. Right. I
2: know that you're, you know, pulling right. out is probably not going to work. I still had five kids and I've had seven oh, pregnancies. And you pulled out every I've had single seven time. Seven pregnancies. Like
0: I had an abortion, I had a stillborn. Oh, you didn't have either of those things just Okay, fair uh, enough. <laughs>
1: right Male privilege, you fucking asshole.
0: Oh god, I one of my coworkers is I like that you use is, that voice,
1: it legitimized the whole thing. His wife <laughs> his wife is,
0: is pregnant and I said the first thing I said was A well okay. A don't do one of those stupid gender reveals thing, which he did. Oh god,
2: I hate those. They're yeah. the dumbest fucking thing. And the
0: second thing I, I said is don't you ever use the phrase we're pregnant. Oh, Jesus, John. That's just so just... Hey, you know what? I'm
2: oh, I call it a master phrase. bedroom. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck with me. Oh, oh, no. That's the same thing. We're pregnant. You're pregnant. Your wife's pregnant. We're pregnant. It's just a thing. You're like, We're oh,
0: pregnant. We're I pregnant.
2: That's what you say. See that We're it pregnant. I have
1: good intentions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm gonna help this person along with this horrible thing that's happened to her. <laughs> uh, you are so anti-babies. <laughs> I'm. I. I am anti-like carrying the entire pun intended load of uh. You know, like nine months of fucking hell. And look, I have heard women say like, "Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. Intellectually, emotionally, okay, I believe you, but physically." There's no fucking way. At the end, I do not, not believe miserable. You. Yes, and I At forget end, you know what I just learned this like, week from
0: listening to a podcast, which I did not know was a thing. That women now like when, as soon as they get contractions, somebody told somebody else, "Okay, you need to eat a tablespoonful of coconut oil and like you know that coconut cream shit because your first bowel movement after giving birth is going to rip you apart."
1: That's the thing that they make- don't tell you about. Well, yeah. I mean, I could. That makes sense. I think there's a lot of. I don't
2: recall that, and I've had a lot of babies. I don't recall anyone ever complaining (laughs) about their butt after post baby. Well,
1: because they had other. Pun intended shit to complain about well, You know no, I mean, like, like There are so many fucking was... horrible things going on Like how can you even pinpoint one thing To focus on like Dusty look You know what the geez, other I just day dropped a lo- a I had this amazing shit And it just like ripped me apart swears, Like you know how like sometimes Sometimes dudes like to, to like Talk about how big their load was oh, Like yeah. I bet and every woman called me Every day, woman that like... has had a kid Like can trump that like <laughs> my shit was so big it split me open you dickhead <laughs> did
0: i fled. tell you about the biggest shit i've ever seen in my entire life i'm was so at, excited it, it was at utd
1: <laughs> Oh, now we're really talking about
0: this. Oh, (laughs) my God. I opened Uh the stall, and I'm not lying, the turd was, like, that big around. It was so big around that I didn't know how it came out of a human butthole that wasn't, like, fisted at the time. And it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> but it was so big. So, oh, like, it was so yours. big. No, it was did not they much. not flush it? Because they didn't it was flushed? worthy probably. of watching. It was like, I would let or,
1: someone else see this. Or maybe they tried to. They and probably was, tried to. And it was just like, it's I not. encountered one of those at my place of business. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because it's a one-person bathroom. I'm, like, I'm going to come out of here. That. And somebody's going to think oh. that I did this. Welcome to airplane life And it wouldn't go I tried three times And I was like I'm getting the fuck Out of here And I open the door And I leave And there's a guy Waiting outside of the door And I'm like Oh Christ And I my door My office is right there With my name on it And I'm like Okay <laughs> See you later I and Have I wish he was a day. client And he was like Coming oh, in right God. behind you God
2: damn it! Oh my God, I'll be in to see you for your appointment in five. If I
1: could count the number of times that I've probably been blamed for <laughs> oh
2: my shitting the public
1: restroom, and I hardly ever do.
2: Well, it's my life on the airplane. Is we've got two bathrooms, oh and someone God. goes in there and blows it up. Well, it's not like there's another option. You just yeah. got to go in there and use it. So you go in there and it reeks, and you just pee real quick and you head out. But as soon as you go out, there might be a line of anywhere from one to eight people waiting to use it and they're all and it always the next person always looks guilty so it's like i'm gonna feel the shame and you're gonna feel it in just a second you're gonna walk in judge me and then on your way out you're gonna get it because you're also gonna walk out and get judged and so it's like this terrible terrible shame do you
1: have to clean those bathrooms um we don't we
2: don't have to good flight attendants tidy it up people destroy our bathrooms. It's the wildest thing. I've oh, had God. someone intentionally shit on the under part of the bowl. They had to have literally either taken it with toilet paper and like came under oh, and wiped oh, up. We had to take the airplane out of commission. The pilot called and said, I'm not
0: flying this plane anymore today. Get me a new one. Um well, think there's something with the air pressure that that affects I mean, I've never had problems, but I heard some people like when the, you they go, get, it, you get like really so bad gas this, or something. There's this
2: thing, I've had it happen one mm. time, and they
0: teach us about it in training
2: where your stomach will bubble. And so they said, you'll Ugh. get call buttons from people, you know, and they'll be like, my stomach. Ian. And they go, the thing you have to tell them is release the gas. And I was like, so I was on the Heart. airplane, and this was when I was pretty new. Now, I was sitting there in the jump seat next to this girl, and my stomach was literally stomach. the bubbles. <laughs> when I say the bubbles, it was, inc- it was, Uh, filling my stomach at the rate of as fast as you could possibly blow up a balloon. Just, and I was just sitting there and it was like, as soon as I could let it out, maybe every 10 seconds, I was just going,
1: (laughs) and I was like, I'm so
2: sorry. And then 10 seconds later, it's just, and it's like, oh Jesus, my stomach is killing me. Like it was just, it would inflate like a full size balloon every 10 seconds. And it was just, agony so you have to let it out and this girl sat next to me and I must have sat there and farted every 10 (laughs) seconds for 30 minutes I mean until it ended I think we had to end the flight and like when we came down I think that's when it ended and then it didn't do it I haven't had it happen ever again but I'm so glad it happened once so I would because you have no clue what it's like to have that kind of gas and it didn't stink I was just a fan I was a human fan I mean I could have (laughs) cooled you in your
1: sleep like it <laughs> was like a nice breezy day. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, women in relationships are continually not farting. Um, <laughs> so I have an idea of the discomfort that you're talking about. Maybe, maybe not the release fart. part. Yeah. Um, uh, I've never, I've never taken a shit even on an international flight. Like never.
2: Six years, my airline. Maybe eight shits. But I'm on that plane 40 hours a week. And just over like once a year. I mean, I drink a lot. You know, you get a case of the dads every now and then. Or you. The dads? The day after drinking shits. Oh. Oh.
0: Uh.
2: I'm going to use that. Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, But even sometimes you just have an upset stomach. Well, if you look at the course of your year, I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to go. And it is the most shame-filled moment of my (laughs) life. Other flight attendants get it. And they're like, but when you go in there and you got to spend some time, it's so horrible. Like,
0: like the ones that make
2: you sweat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where you are dry, trying to get your pants down in time and you mm. go in there. And also, that door is basically
0: cardboard. Yeah. yeah. People can hear you.
2: And you'll be in there. Try, you know, when you're doing the clinch and you're like, keep the sound in. And it's like, Pfft. oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. And you can't turn the water on because I, it stops
2: automatic. Nobody in my career... Had just casually taken a dump until this like 70 year old flight attendant I was with one day. She looks at me and she goes, You're gonna go to the front of the airplane and stay in that galley for 10 minutes. I'm gonna go in here and poop, and you are not gonna come back to my galley. And she walked (laughs) right in there, and I was (laughs) like, damn, that lady's a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because the rest of us just try to, you know, like knock it out in one
1: minute. You know, you're like, let's see if I can make it look like a long pee. You know? <laughs> oh. uh, I I don't know if your job is as easy as it's, on second
2: thought. It's the easiest thing <sighs> possible. Uh, so people sometimes dirty them up. My technique is, the weirdest thing is how many people put toilet paper on the flush button because the flush button is a square... That's like three by three. Okay. Well, you have to punch it. People think that that's a little door and they'll take like toilet paper and try to shove it in there. And then it gets lodged in there. Why did they do that? They think it's a trash can. It's not little. It's, oh. it's a square that's about three inches by three yeah. inches. So they think it's a little trash can entrance. And so they shove toilet paper into it. But it only goes back, you know, like. Those a,
1: people are dumb. There's so yeah. many, though, that you have to understand that it's got to be a design They let everyone flaw. fly now, John.
2: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Even the dumb ones.
1: <laughs> uh, so we were talking about relationships. Let's go back to that. Okay. Um, hey,
0: how about you? I heard you got a boyfriend. I do have I was going to talk a, I a want to talk about even. another different relationship that you will soon okay, have. Okay, we can
1: talk about that too. Um yes, I do have a a boyfriend now. He's uh he took care of me when I had the plague. Oh, nice. Very nice. Oh, you had him. the COVID? I did. Nice. I did. It was it was so nice. Um, it it's like a little vacation. <laughs> a very hot, sweaty. Oh, nice. How long? Um it was like it was like a week and a half. Well, that's a long time to be it was, sick. It was but it still lingered. I had a, yeah. For and, a while, right? Yeah, at, like I had, uh, I was very tired for a mm-hmm. long time after like the other symptoms were gone and it was, it was not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a um, beating.
2: A friend of mine's daughter had over 101 temperature for over 43 days. She was Ooh, insanely shit. sick and they, they were doing everything. They were like, oh, today was a good day. It only got up to, or it only got down to, it got down to 101, but they were like, oh, we got a, over 103 today and yeah my, over a month straight.
1: That's a long time, dude. You would want to die. I uh, The highest mine went was 103.2, I That's think. That's so high. Sounds like a radio station. Mm, Bad. 3.2, COVID FM. COVID FM. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I so. I COVID-19. Um, yeah, I've got a boyfriend now. So, uh, I stayed there last night, and uh, he listens to this show, so I haven't talked to him about this. I assume he knows that I was a little bit frustrated this morning. I, he comes and wakes me up Because I said I needed to be awake by 9.30 That was nice of him Because my phone ran out of batteries um, And, you know, like that part in the morning Where you're kind of like Looking to get into some trouble uh, You mean bang? Yeah oh, Okay.
0: I don't like morning sex Oh, I love it Oh, yeah, no. it's awesome
2: I, um, I was just talking about it in bed this morning With my girlfriend We're
1: talking about morning sex
2: Or just doing, As we know, held each other naked A little bit of no. Go ahead, sorry
1: A little bit of monkey business Or Funny business, or whatever people call it. So playing with each other's no no parts. Uh, yeah, I was I was uh, giving the signals that I was I was into that, and then his, you know, like he's kind of, he seems like he's getting to the part where he reciprocates, uh, or at least communicates that he understands what I'm putting down, <laughs> and his phone dings, and he picks it up, and there's like somebody sent him some stupid fucking video and he, the like video comes on and he's watching this fucking video and oh, like laughing great. at it like what the <laughs> shit you're like um do you see what I'm doing here what the fuck yeah. man so i just got up and i was like oh, oh that's man. great that's great. I don't even know if he knows God, that I was I'm irritated. that dumb. Too. Yeah, maybe. I am that no, dumb too. explain this to You need to, me. to
0: be. You need to be more direct.
1: It's not sexy to be more direct. Sometimes. Oh,
0: I think it's very sexy. I, well, I, that's sometimes I will. I need to like, so well, yeah. be direct. Like, give me that dick. You know, well, I kind
1: of yeah. wanted him to like. Yeah, eat I understand.
2: My puppy, yeah. Right. No, I understand well, because no, I like. I'm more yeah. of a love maker, <laughs> if you will, and when you want to be intimate, you don't want to be like, "Hey, come fuck me." You want to be like, hey, I'm going to rub on your arm a little bit and start warming things up. And then you're in the middle of a nice little rubby, rubby, happy tug time. And he's like, oh, look at this video. There's a kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah. See, but I'm, I'm that easily distracted, except for maybe only if sex is the other option. Every other thing in life. I'm like that. So I get like how he operates like that. But
1: what, sex what is, is sex. to be done? Sex Does with all. You
0: you throw that phone away and you put that would, vagina right in his face. What and I say, would do, sir? You have a morning appointment. Yeah, <laughs> right I do now. like
2: that. I do like that. But actually, I believe you're curing it right now by talking about it. If he's going to hear this, he's going to go, okay, noted. And I think Ooh. it's cool that you have a relationship That's that a he point. listens to this podcast because I remember This
1: could be the most passive the aggressive move ever <laughs> No, I
2: think it's good Well, I just like open communication I like people to be open and real Like I'm super vulnerable with everyone in my life Like my parents know stuff about me That when Andy died, I just started telling everyone everything Yeah. And so being open, I forgot I totally just lost track of what I was thinking about I can open do that communication. all the time Yeah, we're talking about your vagina um, Getting that dick
1: yeah, I, I, I have been, had two open communication with I mean, it's put one dude off before. Yeah, he was that, not. That was he funny. He not down with that. You mean on the podcast? No, it was it was with a group of friends. I I took him to hang out with my friends, and I said something that What'd embarrassed him. I'm not going to repeat it. Can you give me a genre or
2: like a feeling of what you did? Like, did you say like, oh, he's got a tiny dick? Or no. were you like, oh my god, he just dropped a big deuce in your bathroom? Or no, what was it, the embarrassing it was the, thing? It was the of over... a
1: sexual nature, but it wasn't oh, like see,
2: I love that kind of
1: conversation. Yeah, yeah, well, my, John had to remind me like, when I told him about it. I mean, I knew that I fucked up like, really badly. I that, fuck up
2: all the time. <laughs> I totally
1: fucked up. There was no excuse. Um, I just wasn't thinking about it. And John said to me, you know, we, our friend circle communicates much differently mm-hmm. with each mm-hmm. other than a lot of people
2: well, do. Over, well, you overshare. Like, so, yeah. Especially it's part of your personality, like you're a podcaster. And what makes your podcast enjoyable is when you share like
0: <gasps> i just i need to share something <laughs> that, that i thought was really funny i was <laughs> like don't forget to share this yeah I, I thought this was hilarious you might not think this was hilarious mm-hmm. okay so uh I don't, doesn't matter what day it was we were driving jimmy was driving us to go get some fast food takeout so we're driving down the street um, he's the only he only wants to drive. I don't know why. Um, and we needed to I do. take a left because he's the man yeah. in your relationship. Uh, into oncoming traffic to go into the shopping center, right? Yeah. So he's preparing to take this left, and there's a car up ahead. And he says, "Hang on," and proceeds to take the slowest turn. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Whoa! <laughs> "Wow! Wow, oh, <man>. my God!" <laughs> I will not let him put that Hang down. on to your That's hat. Great. It was uh. the
2: slowest. Did he do like the parent move where he puts his hand on your chest? He like might. Get
0: He's like, hold on. I'm going to get a little wild on this turn. Might get into the team. That was so silly. I'm like, why'd you say? Because I was prepared to like, yeah. oh my God, we're going to like. What did he say? <laughs> he just called me a bitch afterwards. Because <laughs> I not <won't. laughs> I brought it up again last night and I was like hang on <laughs> something wild oh, gonna Jim happen to get,
2: tell me That's you said so that in cute. bed tell me you use that in like bed you're like hold on it's about uh, to get wild yeah hang, <laughs> hang on. on hang on daddy here it comes here we go how old is he
0: uh we... 50 something 53 f- 53 or 54 yeah how old are you I'm going to be 40 next year. Okay, I just turned 40. That means
1: he's 39 this year. (laughs) Right? Um, I have to to do math. I'm going to be 45
0: in five years. I'm (laughs) literally going to be
1: 50 in 10 years. Do
0: you get the finger up the butt at 40 from the doctor?
2: Um, you know what? She asked me to come in. She always asked me for a physical and I'm always like, no, but I actually told her the last time I went, cause I go in for Adderall refills every three months. And then she's like, you ready for that physical. And I've said no for years. And she, the other day I told her when I went, I said, all right, next time I said, we'll do the physical. And she was like, you know, you can like opt out of the testicle check and whatnot. I said, no, I said, last thing I want to do is let my pride get in the way of my health Mm-hmm. I was like, and whatever I said, but next time I come here, I was like, let's just be. Silly. When they like, do
0: that, do you have, do they bring in a nurse?
2: Yeah, to they do. Watch? Yeah. And so, and it's always uh, two girls now. And yeah, like, I know. Hey.
0: I'm like, I'm I, that's I like, would
2: I'm actually maybe rather it was a dude. Yeah. I'm going like, to get a male doctor. I mean, now. I'd rather the person touching my balls be a lady, but the second to maybe be a dude who's going to be so unconcerned. But when I got my vas- vasectomy, it was just me and the lady in the room and she's got her head inches from my goodies. I mean, she's working did them. she shave your balls? No, I, I for did it. You? I tidied them up. I'm a gentleman. You uh, don't show well, up. Well, I thought. For a don't masectomy. they have to do that
0: during any type of surgery? They shave I've got a it.
2: smooth sack, bro. I keep that thing tight. Maybe they would have done it if they would <laughs> needed to, but but he took care of it for them. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, I'm I'm. I am i i do not know if I get the finger or not, but I definitely want to get. get the I want to get all the checks because you hear about people that like. I just uh, a friend of mine. She's dating a guy. His wife just died of breast cancer Fuck at like 37, dude. and she went in for her check which insurance doesn't cover till a certain age. Okay? So if insurance doesn't cover it it's thousands of dollars so nobody gets it. She goes in, she's like, "All right, I'm here for my first check ever." Like, you know what y'all do? And they go, "You have stage 4. You're literally going wow. to die. There's nothing we can do." And I was like, "Holy shit." She was like right around 40. I don't know her God age, but damn. she And so I look at that and I go, I'm going to take the finger up the butt. You know, play with my balls. Stick a finger up my butt. Like, (laughs) Uh, I I mean, really, though, for your health, like, I don't want to die because I didn't let someone stick their finger in my ass.
1: They said the word mammogram to me when I went in for my yearly physical this year. Now, she's like, oh, you're 40 now. So just do, we'll just do the yearly mammogram. We'll start those. I'm like,
0: god damn it. Yeah, got to do it. Fuck. Fuck. Can we talk about your dog? Yeah. And the name that you want. Your dogs. So
1: I am adopting a dog. Um, what type of breed is that? She's a pit bull. She's a pit bull. Very So my cute. ex had a
2: pit bull, and I did not realize that they could look like regular dogs. And my mean head, regular dogs. It looks you wouldn't know it was a pit bull if you looked at it. It doesn't look like one but of those mixes. big jawed. Yeah, it's like the nicest, sweetest dog.
1: There are different. Now don't kinds get me wrong. I've bull. never
2: assumed that all pit bulls are mo- pit bulls are monsters. But I mean, like. I'm wondering what kind you're getting. You get little like a type, Are you gonna no, get no, one of those that's like gonna lick your face clean.
1: Oh yeah, she's she's very very sweet. Uh, I've met her a couple of times. Um, she was rescued. I guess somebody dumped her off of a rural highway near A and M. Oh. And she had had puppies very recently, but the puppies weren't there, so I don't know if they bred her and then dumped her and kept the puppies or what. But, um, um. so this lady in Fort Worth, uh, put her up on my facebook neighborhood page and so i inquired about her and i've been putting off getting a dog my 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 dog uh died in 2016 and then i had two dogs with my ex in west virginia but he got them both in the breakup because they were bonded and the first one was his when we met so i couldn't take a dog so I've been putting it off Because they die And I don't like it When things that you like die So Really inconsiderate of them Yeah So I uh, But I'm gonna Gonna Get a dog And, you're gonna and name be it? a mom Yeah so I've been thinking about names Her name is Winnie right now That's Which I'm horrible. not crazy about that. Yeah me too Yeah um, Winnie the pit bull But
0: it could be Winifred And you could call her Fred Oh I do like Really fancy name. names for dogs I
2: like that a lot So can mm. we get like Three four five syllable On this name like charleston that's not a
1: terrible idea
0: what that you're suggesting winifred and color fred yeah
1: um however so my first uh joel and i were coming up with dog names joel is the boyfriend uh, yes yeah so um he came up with a really good one for a boy dog and i'm not going to disclose that because i'm going to use it if i ever get a boy dog it's a very good one Um, all dogs are boys all cats are girls (laughs) <laughs> that's what my stepfather thinks. Well, I mean, it was like that in my head ridiculous. until that just, just doesn't make a few, any until sense my wife fixed until that of me. A couple minutes ago. <laughs> so uh, so I thought about Snack Pack. No. John doesn't like it. For your dog's name? Yeah. Oh, no, it's for. so stupid that I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Yeah, fuck uh, uh, it. It's a dog. My, His name uh, snack pack. The last dog that I named was one that I had with my ex-boyfriend, and I named him Short Pants, and we called him Shorts short shorts uh and people would say why did you name him short pants and i said because he's too small for long pants like there's a little funny quip that goes that. i guess
0: that that's the part of it i don't like eh. it's what? totally like a little
1: oh, so cute. Oh. but you, you so you don't like the name short pants either no the other dog that i named my first dog that i got in denton i named him awesome which uh, was that was very i like that name that so the last two that i named
0: they were
2: cats they were buttercup and wesley
0: Oh, from The Princess
2: Bride. Yeah, yeah my favorite movie ever. And uh-huh. so I was like, that's cute,
1: Buttercup and Wesley. Yeah, that's like a package deal. So I got one dog here. So we call her Snacks for short, <laughs> no. which I think is cute. I'd like uh, Snack Pack. And funny. What's your name, Snack Pack? Okay, yeah. sure. My uh, uncle names every one
2: of his dogs after their color. So when he gets a new dog, he's like, oh, that's a brown dog. He'd be like, brown dog, come here, brown dog.
1: Interesting. <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. Uh, and then I thought, um, I used to call one of our dogs uh, Lil Beefy. So I thought, what about just calling her a little beefy? We'll just call her beefy. I like all those. See, wow. but I don't... I mean, you can name what? a dog Does he anything. Dusty likes them.
2: I like everything but Winnie. Yeah, Winnie's dumb. Yeah, Winnie's dumb. I mean, but don't give it some. I don't know. I name it's an animal. Name whatever you want. You don't get yeah. crazy with it. Name it picture frame. <sighs> I mean, just whatever you know.
0: But stupid snack pack's fun. Snack so pack,
1: snack pack. That's kind of like a cutesy little thing. Snacky, yeah. come here, snacks.
0: It seems very juvenile. Uh, but yeah, then welcome to my world.
1: Joel did send me to Urban Dictionary.
0: And snack pack means something. And oh, snack pack what is the means sexual... lots of different things.
2: <laughs> What's the sexual reference to it?
1: Um, hold on.
2: Snack pack has gotta be a vagina.
1: I've never, I've like never Like a puffy fucking... one.
0: Oh, nice. A little like snack Like a pack. juicy... Oh, yeah, like a meaty pussy. Like an, yeah, like an... Got some kind of outer, yeah. Got you a snack pack an an on there. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I could see your snack pack like through your yoga pants. Oh, nice. <laughs> Look at that snack pack. <laughs> it's Let's winking see. at me, that snack pack. Ooh, getting kind of hungry. Uh,
1: <laughs> it is. It is a term... Mm. An
2: ex of mine used to call girls that she didn't like dirty squirrels as whores. She'd be <laughs> like, Look at that dirty squirrel. And I just always loved it because she'd say it to their face, be like a dirty squirrel. And they'd be like, What does that mean? And she's like, It just means something to me. She's just calling them a whore.
1: Okay, so the first, the top definition, John, is either a treat that usually comes in the form of pudding or a woman's vagina. <laughs> Boom.
2: Boom! If I could drop this mic right now, because I said it's got to be a vagina, a snack pack.
1: When paired with uh, with a flavor such as vanilla or chocolate, it refers to a specific race's vagina. Yes. Oh a ch- no. A little, a little chocolate pudding. Um, it would be a chocolate snack pack. Chocolate snack pack. That's right. Let's see the the wait. Uh, the second one is a short, fine-looking honey, usually between four ten and five. Oh, I could see that too. A little oh, snack pack. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah,
2: because you call a little girl snacks a little snack. Oh, big really? guys! Big guys like say that. When you get a guy that's like six foot seven and like 280 pounds, they call girls snacks and girls eat it up. Little girls, they'd be like, you're just a snack. Little, little girls, girls? Like children? Adults. No, no, like women, like tiny okay. women. Small women? I'm, a, I'm very sexist. <laughs> oh. No, man. but my terminology, like, oh my God, when I was dating the polyamorous girl, like I would hang out with her and get corrected. And I'm like, dude, I don't mean... To be offensive. She told me, she's like, you can't meet some of my friends because you will offend them nonstop. I was like, I'm just talking. I don't have any, me-. but it's like when I say master bedroom, people
1: are like, it's not a master bedroom. It's the primary bedroom. And I'm like, get over it. Well, I don't fully, a, in, I yeah, don't understand the too. problem with master bedroom. Because Antebellum it goes
2: to, yeah, they're like, oh, back in the racist days, it was the master bedroom. Yeah. And then, uh, like blah, the
1: master blah, of the house. I guess, blah, blah, blah. I guess I get it. I mean, but the master of the house could be a lady. Yeah. Right? Can we go back to talking about pussies? Yeah. So oh, good uh i don't know i like i like snacks i also like little beefy i don't dude i don't know like it's not coming to me like the other names it just fred
0: fred's cute
2: especially
1: (sighs) everybody's got a dog named fred what about a
2: three-parter huh what about a real name huh like winifred little beefy snack pack (laughs) huh Huh?
1: (laughs) i usually try to keep
2: it to two syllables though also no we're gonna class this dog up with a, Um, you know like
1: i also thought yesterday uh there's a at one time there was a rapper in Peoria, Illinois called Lil Beep. Lil Beep? Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny, Lil Beep. But uh I don't know, man. I, I haven't I haven't figured this out yet, clearly. But John is is not okay with my choices. Well Fuck speaking em. of which we're almost out of time. Yeah, at okay. right an hour. Oh, this has been great, guys. whale in it. We didn't talk that much about you, John. What about you, John? Yeah, John, talk about you.
0: I, I appreciate that the, your tattoo hold no, on. I
2: find it very important that the world knows that your tattoo does not have nipples. Yeah. I was so disappointed because he got out of the car today and when he opened his car. He has a side said,
0: nipple, though. Yeah.
2: First thing I said was show me your nipples. Profile. And he didn't have any. Easy. No nips on that bad boy. And I listened to your podcast a couple yeah, weeks why? ago and he was like, I'm getting I think he he nipples. Just, he just forgot. I told him to do like
1: it's tasteful the best nipples. part. Yeah. I mean, I was and pretty he was excited.
0: Like, yeah. About and then, then I think I maybe distracted him when I was like, you're being mean to your.
1: Oh. Probably
0: less you chastised a the purpose.
2: guy tattooing you? Huh? You chastised the guy who's tattooing you? That's I did. I did. It pissed me
0: off. I don't like bullies. And he I was don't he was participating in, in a form of bullying. And what I'm, was he doing? Uh, he was talking down this. to an employee. The, 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 a different tattoo artist, who I guess was in a more senior position than he was at the shop, was being a total asshole to the apprentice. Like okay. calling him out. Yelling at him like you can't, don't ever do this. Blah, blah, and I'm thinking that's uh, the kind of conversation that needs to happen behind closed doors, exactly. in a respectable way. Exactly. Instead, yeah. she was being very, very loud, and yeah, and yeah, then my made. tattoo artist thought it was hilarious. And so whenever she would rip into this guy, he would start laughing, and I was just like not having it. Yeah. So you correct you you like jumped in and said something. Good for yeah. you. Good
2: for you for standing up in a situation like that because I hate to see
0: people get treated like that. I know. I know. And it's making me on honestly think about going to different tattoo artists in the future because yeah. it just. Just,
1: also, he forgot the nipples. And, so. I mean, I
0: think he might have forgotten the
1: nipples because he was like,
0: "Fuck this shit and he, get this guy done." I think yeah. I see a get little side this guy there, there was definitely a side nipple. There was definitely a side nipple on at me. this one. I'm
2: Trying to get a good look at your You're not aiming at me at all. You're literally aiming uh, at the ceiling. There we go. That's what I'm looking
1: for right there. there. Yeah, there's
0: a little bit of shading. You got a little puffy going on. That one, there's a side nipple on that because that was a profile, but it kind of blends in now. Like that
1: would not be the right place for. Do you have tattoos on your chest?
0: Back. I have one tattoo on my chest. I was thinking about doing something with it. What is it it that forever. Yeah. that was
1: your first one, right?
0: It was. Yeah. How fucking stupid was I? Oh my god, my first one was in a, a back alley face. in Garland, yeah. Texas. Yeah, dude, my first with one with hooks it says- on the garbage. What do you mean with hooks? There were hooks on the ceiling in the. It was a barber shop. The back of a barbershop Yeah, nice. no, it was.
1: It was some hostile. Uh, yeah, and
0: there was oh, definitely not my- following hey. all the rules for a health code either. No, I'm going with the girlfriend today to get a tattoo
2: oh she's getting one tonight oh yeah yeah today our does plan it say is dusty
0: it's gonna say not dusties
2: <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> dusty it's gonna say anything but but oh. we'll sleep naked together you know hold each other all night we took a freaking bath together in the middle of the day yesterday i was like you want to take a bath together she goes yes yeah. so you're just a big
0: down. dude does she have a big bathtub or what we are all over each other God, it's not like we were social hole, distancing in the same bath john why do you have
2: gross. to go there with it Wow. I was having a nice time talking about my imaginary girlfriend. <laughs> well, she's real. She's just, I'm imagining my girlfriend. I hope this turns out well for you. It'll be fun to update you on next time, but I got a feeling that is not gonna. Oh. I it doesn't end in
0: murder. Yeah. Oh, that got dark. Yeah.
2: So my brother committed suicide. All right, good episode, y'all. Oh. <laughs>
0: that wasn't recent.
2: That wasn't recent. Seemed like a good clock. Do you want to talk
0: about it? We can uh, go I'm for five more
2: minutes. I'm so down to talk about it because I think it's really helpful for people to hear about. What a strange transition this was. <laughs> no, this was nice. This is really nice.
0: Hmm. Uh, I've
2: got the knife that he died from.
0: Um,
2: I've never opened it. It's in a box that the police gave me. And they're like, here's the knife your brother killed himself with. And I was like, cool. I was like, I, I kind of love it in a weird way like I own the weapon that killed my brother does that make sense there's something like I've definitely got a dark side like I love goth um I mean I would totally like dungeon out a house like for show so I kind of like that it's got like a dark side to the knife or whatever but yeah I don't know what do you want to talk about a suicide you want to talk about mental health or oh you know what I do this uh really helps people apparently well it helps me too about every two months, I completely break down and I just fall apart. And it's the worst feeling in the world. And I scream and I cry and I just die inside because it hits me again. You know, it, it hasn't stopped in three years. It, I think it'll happen the rest of my life. Like his death just consumes me. And uh, so, like, every three months when that happens, I'll start typing on my Facebook and I'll write like four or five pages worth of text, sometimes maybe 10 or 15. And I'll just tell people what I'm experiencing and I'll be very open about it. And I'll say, these are my feelings. This is how my night went. This is how my day is going to go. I'm going to lay in bed and cry. I'm going to sit here and suffer and hurt. And I say, I want y'all to know this because if you're ever thinking about committing suicide, I need you to see what it does to the people that love you. Say, because you'll wreck their life for the rest of their life. And so I say, you know, it's important that people understand that I know that it's tempting to commit suicide, I never felt that way until my brother died. And then I was like, I just want out of this pain. I was like, I just want this to go away. But when you take it away and you end your own pain, it doesn't end. It just goes, that same pain goes to the people that love you. And it becomes contagious. It's the weirdest thing, but suicide is a contagious thing. You'll see um, our neighbor in Oklahoma at the lake house, his son committed suicide. And six months later, he was having an argument with his wife And she just picked up a gun and shot herself in the head. And he said ever since their son's suicide, she wasn't the same. And she would struggle every day. And he said once she just used her anger from their argument to fuel her ability to kill herself. So suicide is definitely a contagious thing. And people need to understand that because you might want to die so bad But do you want your mom to die? Do you want your sister to die? Do you want your best friend to die? Because they really might go kill themselves. I never had a suicidal thought in my life, ever, until my brother died. And now it just creeps in and I'm like, I just wanna escape this pain. Like, but it won't go away. I got his pain. If I do that, then that pain's gonna go on to my children. It's gonna go on to the people that love me. And they're gonna be stuck with that hurt and absence in their life. So I think it's very important to share these kind of feelings because I have such an intimate relationship with suicide. I mean, my brother, my only sibling, my, my half of me is just gone. And people, I said, crazy shit never happened in my life. Everything always happened to other people. You'd hear, oh, so-and-so committed suicide. I'd be like, whatever, that shit doesn't involve me. You know, so-and-so got in a wreck and lost an arm. I'm like, still not me. And then bam, my brother died. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is a crazy existence now. Everything just changed. Like, Overnight, the whole universe just enclosed on me, and I just got this insane amount of pain. And they say that people are going to commit suicide, they talk about it first. My brother told me a few days before he was going to commit suicide that he was going to do it, and then he did something extremely uncharacteristic. We were not touchers, we wouldn't ever shake hands, hug, we would just see each other. Hey, what's up? All right, cool, see you later. Bye, you know, he gave me the most warm. Long hug that anyone's ever given me and looking back I realized it was his goodbye hug like he held me and I wanted to be let go he held me so long and he was just holding me and he goes I love you and we never say that we never said I love you we never hugged so he had this moment where I wish I could have understood the signs of suicide better because he told me he was going to do it but he said that for years he became the boy that cried wolf like Mm. it was like dude you're fucking ruin a nice meal by always bringing up that you almost killed yourself last night like You've been saying this shit for three years. What I didn't recognize was the week before was the first time he mentioned that he had taken action. It just all became background filler. So for three years, he had mentioned that he might kill himself. But the week before, he was like, hey, I almost killed myself last night. I had my car going 100 miles an hour, and I was just going to drive into a wall. He was like, but I had my dog with me, and I didn't want to hurt my dog. And I was like, okay, whatever, Andy. Andy was nuts. Andy was nuts. I mean, he was. He's, I believe that he was a paranoid schizophrenic, and we can end this whenever. Sorry, I get going on this. I know that you podcast is running long, but I think it's a thing that people need to understand. But he would see imaginary people. He would talk about killing himself all the time. But in the last few days, he actually like took an action, mentioned it to me, and then he gave me that hug that, I mean, it's so obvious what it was now because he never touched me. And then when he did that, and a few days later when I got the call that he was dead, I was just like, oh my God, like everything changed. And then it kind of became in my head. I'm not suicidal, but one time since he's died, I found myself in a very dark place that scared the shit out of me. And that's when I reached out to people. I was like, I need help. I was like, I need help. I still need help. I haven't got it yet. Like yeah, I need, I was I need gonna to see ask, somebody. Did you I've maybe asked people to, to help
0: me. Go to a counselor. I'm trying to I don't do things a grief counselor. I don't in
2: particular. I don't put effort into things that I don't want to. So my version of trying to get into help was to ask my ex wife and my mom to find me a counselor. And they were kind of on board for a minute, but I literally need to like have my hand held through the process. Like I need them to do it for me. It's pathetic. That's fine. But I don't I don't read instructions on things. I don't put effort into things that I don't want to. Like I don't, my mind does not, like you know how effing hard it is for me to even get online to pay my electric bill? It just drives me crazy. Speaking of which, it's late because I haven't done it. But there's your little suicide speech to everybody. So if y'all are having issues reach out to somebody and unless be, you're dusty. be vulnerable. You can
0: reach out to me, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, unless you're dusty because you won't reach out because it's too much of a...
2: I reached out. I was like, hey, help me.
0: I mean, I don't think I'll ever kill myself, but there was one time that
2: shit got dark. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was at uh, Greg's house and I went insane. I've never gone insane in my life, but I remember I was banging on the walls and screaming, not like any kind of normal scream. It was this scream of... Death and like slamming the wall so hard, I was surprised I didn't break the tiles in the shower. I mean, I was just. How did Greg react to that? I went insane. Was Greg not there? He was home, oh. and he. I. W- it was the loudest possible yelling in a house about this size. It was so loud that I felt like I needed to apologize to the neighbors the next day. I was like, I don't imagine how they couldn't have heard that. So, not to uh, bring things down, but I think it's important to share that suicide is a real thing that can catch you and mess your life up. But also, don't mess up those that you love. So I even think that it's justifiable. I think some people deserve to die. I really do. I think that just like some people can be born without an arm, some people can be born with a brain that is not healthy. And that is there's sick. some people And I who think that they are, they are they, miserable. And I yeah. think that there is a such thing as justifiable suicide. Yeah. If just you have strictly a terminal men, illness. Even you just know? your mental health. Yeah. Even if you just live... My brother was constantly... Tormented.
0: Well, it sounded like he didn't get any sort of treatment. I tried to have him committed once. Yeah, and, and uh, something like that. I think don't they have to agree to it? You can't. No, just... no. I I looked up the yeah.
2: way that you commit a crazy person, and I tried to have him committed, and uh, it failed because he's a genius. Also, he's one of those crazy geniuses. So, I mean, he can tell you anything. He could. So when I tried to have him committed, the person trying to do it gave two shits and did a terrible job. They literally just said, are you Andy? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, do you hear voices? And he goes, no. He goes, do you see imaginary people? And he goes, no. He goes, okay, I'm out of here. What they do is they send a police officer to ask him questions. I had a lady that was working with me and she was so into it. She's like, I've dealt with this kind of stuff before. She's like, I understand that you don't go ask direct right questions. You go and you talk to the person and you get a feel for their health, their mental health. Her and I looked for my brother all day. Finally, I found him at a McDonald's in uh, Ferris, Texas. And then I was like, okay, Go get him, And she's like, well, actually, my shift just ended. There's another cop coming on. He's going to go do it. So he goes, and he just walks in. He's like, you hear voices? You see imaginary people? No, no, okay, I'm out. But they had the power right then to take him to a mental hospital and forcibly medicate him for three days with the medication that he probably desperately needed. And I went through all my family and got everyone's approval to do it first because I said, Andy's going to lose his mind on us when I yeah. do this. I said, but I need your permission because i got to try to fix him because I realized that he was – broken. And I well, was I think like-
0: it's, it could be one of those things. Again, I don't have any experience with this. I definitely don't think the police are the that is capable to strange. do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost like you have to develop a rapport to where... That the person makes the decision themselves see, you know what i mean and it's and it's huge.
2: tough it's really tough to do i would tell him to his face i'd say andy you are insane and i'd say i love you but you're seeing imaginary people you're having conversations with people that do not exist you're hearing voices that aren't there i'd be around him and i'd see him just lose his shit sometimes yeah and i start calling people uh terrorists and stuff he's like get out of my life like
1: y'all are coming around and whispering me. i'm like dude she's just checking you out at walmart man like She's not stalking you. Yeah, the, that actually used to be my job is uh assessing and uh admitting people. If I mean, the doctor had to sign the paperwork, but I did the we did the assessments, but Really? I would have
2: loved to have had him.
1: It's 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 difficult um and it doesn't only uh depend on the state that you're in, but it also depends on I think it's like um something to do with the state's attorney or the the county, something to do with county legislature, I don't know, but um, they're, they try really hard not to impede people's rights. So essentially, the person has to either say that they are an immediate risk of uh, harm to themselves or somebody else or for example i had a i was in illinois and it was winter and there was a a guy with uh psychotic features who was wandering around without any shoes or a coat right like you can make uh, an argument that that guy is is endangering his own safety mm-hmm. yeah. um, and he's not able to take care of himself so you can you can um we called it petitioning. I don't know what they call it in, in uh, Texas, but you can petition somebody under those circumstances. But like you said, I mean, your your brother was intelligent and he didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. And there's really not anything that you can do unless they say or do something that that makes a very easy case to prove that, that they're in yeah. danger of harm. So, uh, It didn't work. It's too bad. And yeah. I, you
2: look at it and I go, man, I tried. I went through the... Paths available to me. Yeah, was explained what was going to happen. Tried, failed, and he committed suicide.
1: It's a very frustrating system. And
2: holy fuck, is that not the craziest thing to experience when you try to save somebody? Yeah, you know when you're like, I gotta, I gotta act like, when you're trying to act on someone's well being, that's insane, mm-hmm. and you can't, and they die. And then you get this insane relationship with suicide. Um, When I start my podcast here shortly, one of them, I'm only going to talk about suicide. I'm just going to have a suicide podcast. And I'm probably only going to record the episodes when I have my emotional nights because I type to get it out and to share it with people. But I need to give it the emotion and I want them to hear me crying and to feel it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I need people to see that side of suicide. So that's one of the things I'll be working on. And as soon as John can come over and do all the work for me and set up all the equipment and tell me how to push record and publish, then it'll happen. And until then, I'll never get around to it.
0: Good talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Enjoy the song, uh, No Legged Dog by Drug Couple. And we'll be back next week.
1: Uh, Mikey Sweets is going to be here next week, I think. Right? Well, now that you said it, you just jinxed it. I hope that he comes next week. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, yeah all were great.
2: No, thanks for having me. Bye. Yeah. Bye. was nothing, man. About the show. Eating off the walls, such a yeah, big hey. Head hey. high. That can smell the argument there's a still chance, and only I'm gone to burn. There's nothing in my blood. Save me from
0: the flood. Oh, I'm